podcast. This podcast is for leaders at diverse levels and organizations around the world who are seeking to scale and transform their leadership to level up their business and to create an impact in the lives of people all around them. Business topics, trends, innovation, and the intersection with leadership is the focus. We enable success. I'm your host, Stephen Paul. In this episode, we meet an innovative leader who has achieved extraordinary milestones in the intersect of blockchain and artificial intelligence for diversity and inclusion, amongst other things. This is a lot of hype on this topic in the last decade. Um, this is beyond cryptocurrencies. We're talking about the broader blockchain, which amongst other things is also defined as a shared and decentralized and trusted digital archive with multiple features. We're joined by a leader in her own right. She's the founder and CEO of TQ, aiming to establish a new standard for trust. And we'll learn today how blockchain works in the context of TQ solution, what this means, why this invention, and Laura's journey. Welcome, Dr. Laura Giovanni. How are you doing this fine morning? Hi, Stephen. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, I'm doing very well. Um, although I'm back in London from Italy, which is my country, uh, but I live in London and uh, is uh, quite cloudy, but um, the future looks bright to my eyes. So everything good. Wonderful, Laura. It's the start of the week and uh, definitely the weatherman says or the weather person says that there is going to be some interesting forecast sunshine too <laughs> for, the later, for later this week. So, um, Laura, tell us a little bit about your personal journey. I recognize that you've just mentioned that you're from Italy. Um, tell us about your personal journey and um, how you've uh, come about into your professional world and uh, um, and how you're progressing with that. Well, my, my well, I'm the daughter of entrepreneurs. So my life started, uh, my professional life started uh, in the in the family business, uh, which was a retail uh, business. And uh, from there, I moved uh, to a multinational group that um, expanded uh, retail networks uh, across the EMEA market. And then um, I I came uh, to let's say to a breaking point, a pain point where I was uh, looking for meaningfulness and I was looking to uh, to have an impact. And uh, I felt that the large organizations where I was part of uh, uh, didn't offer the right uh, uh, the right context. And uh, and the turning point uh, um, was the, uh, where I finally understood the importance of uh, uh, placing individuals at the very core of, uh, of a strategy. And I felt uh, that the context of where I was, uh, was, not, uh, was not doing that sufficiently. So I didn't have a solution. And um, I left the company and started uh, a sabbatic year uh, traveling in Asia and uh, up and down. And, um, I fell in love uh, for uh, for an idea for a concept, which was uh, it was my first time I was traveling with uh, Airbnb, and I fell in love for this idea of platforms uh, and the ability to mm, monetize one's uh, um, assets, basically. And I said, well, I told to myself, uh, how can we convert? Uh, what an individual can bring to the table into assets and enable everyone to um, 
to showcase their assets independently from uh, companies. And uh, that's where I started to investigate in the, uh, in the problem of trust. I realized that companies hire um, business cards instead of, uh, uh, of individuals. And uh, mainly because they need uh, um, to trust that uh, uh, someone or an entity will deliver. And, uh, and so I started to get interested into, into the issue of trust. And that's where I came across uh, a YouTube channel talking about uh, the blockchain technology. And I, I would say it was a kind of enlightenment. Okay, wonderful, Laura. That's uh, that's that's great to hear about your journey. So let's let's explore this a little bit more. So tell us tell us more about TQ, um, the the founding of TQ. Um, you mentioned about blockchain. You watched a YouTube video, and it gave you a bit of an aha moment there, connecting what you wanted to do uh, from you know your personal journey. Tell us a little bit more about TQ and, um, and, and let's go into the specifics of uh, your solution as well. Well, the, my aim has always been that of empowering people to a point where they can uh, exploit themselves at the maximum of their potential. But there are two issues. The first is that uh, it's very hard to um, get one's potential recognized uh, and uh, uh, one's achievements recognized in a way that others can trust them. And the second <clears throat> is um, uh, to project them uh, into a highly sp high speed uh, changing world. So that's where I, I already mentioned it, uh, how I understood about the blockchain technology and how um, I learned about it the first time. But from there up to a point where I really understood how blockchain technology could be um, adopted, uh, it took me, let's just say, six months of uh, uh, of learning, learning, learning in uh, in London. So I moved to London and. Uh, I, I uh, started to attend uh, uh, lots of events and, uh, and explore how this uh, could uh, could be the underlying technology of um, of my my dream, and that's where I realized, uh, yes, that uh, the transparency and immutability of records uh, um, was uh, a fundamental element uh, to enable an individual to be trusted. Um, because uh, this feature allows uh, everyone to convert whatever they say about themselves into immutable records and therefore be trusted for, for what they say because we we I think we are all submit, see um, the difficulty of trusting whatever passes through uh, platforms today and then I uh, there was a missing piece. I so, say, yes, so you can uh, convert pieces of truth into immutable records, but um, any small piece of truth only represents a distinct instant. So how do you project um, how that instant can influence the future? And that's where AI can uh, come in. Um, I think the two technologies um, are 
interdependent and uh, uh, complementary to uh, really uh, influence uh, the change we need in society towards a sustainable and uh, human-centric uh, future. Yeah, and and that's that's very interesting, Laura. So so um, tell us a little bit more about the the actors in your solution. So you've mentioned about blockchain, you've mentioned about trust, you've mentioned about artificial in, you know, intelligence. But when we when we talk a little bit more about your solution, yeah. Um, okay, so let's just say that we uh, upon the uh, along the journey we have developed a number of technologies and the. Uh, I mentioned you um, three of them. The first uh, uh, was the TQ score. So the TQ score is uh, a, a, an algorithmically calculated score, which uh, uh, brings together identity, verification, reputation, and performance. It doesn't say if uh, you or whoever is uh, good or not. It says if uh, their credentials, their proofs, their story is true and valid at a given time. So when you have um, a value that uh, synthetically express uh, how much you can, uh, uh, you can trust a set of uh, claims, well, then trust is much easier. And most importantly, uh, this value can be the enabler of uh, any virtual identity uh, to uh, interact with others. However, uh, making a piece of truth uh, uh, impossible to be falsified is not enough. So beside the TQ score, we developed uh, a, a skills assessment tool, uh, which has uh, some um, uh, particular feature, which is uh, it continuously adapt to uh, how well the individual answers. And uh, it is a crowdsourced based, which means that uh, experts in specific domains um, create continuously questions that are added to a kind of Wikipedia of questions and uh, enable all users to benchmark their skills against a crowd of peers. and. Uh, signal their real expertise in real time, matched to the existing knowledge, not to a static uh, qualification. So on one side, we mm, uh, enable the assessment in real time of one's skills. And on the other side, we crystallize that piece of truth. So the result of an assessment into an immutable record. And the third element, is uh, um, where that comes in is uh, the TQ score, which synthesizes a lot of element proofs and that crystallize the journey and the development of an individual. So the, when, uh, when you um, want to collaborate with somebody, uh, what is most importantly important is certainly what they know, but uh, uh, how they use what they know for adding value to their next step, so their potential. So three technology at this point, um, TQ score that synthesize lots of uh, information, um, 
a certification system that uses the blockchain for storing and making immutable the information and an assessment tool that uses the, the wisdom of the crowd for um, researching uh, what is the level of competency of an individual. That's amazing, Laura. Uh, you know, three three solutions that you have uh, that you have developed and interconnected. So, is it is it safe to say that this these solutions would be used both by businesses and you know individuals within those businesses, okay. or can it be used independently? Okay, so the three technologies have been uh, developed as individual modules, but we synthesize them into a single mobile application which is called MightyQ and we are going to release it uh, very soon um, and the, to answer to your question we have a focus uh, so the, the core of our strategies is the individual and uh, let's say human sustainability the ability for an individual to continuously grow and uh, be recognized for whom they are now uh, the, to answer your question, is this a B2B or a B2C? Well, it is certainly a B2C and it could be a B2B, but it requires uh, that the company um, is uh, a, a, an entity that plays uh, at the very core of their strategies, their individual, the individual. Because you, you, you are calling uh, our technologies solutions. And then when I say, when I uh, hear the term a solution, I immediately, especially in the in the human uh, uh, space, I, I immediately think uh, of uh, these large uh, HR exhibitions where there are uh, hundreds of uh, solutions there and uh, HR people <laughs> looking around uh, desperately to find uh, their next um, thing that can be easily integrated and the cost uh, not so much, et cetera, et cetera. So that, that's not TQ, that's not um, what we offer. If, um, um, probably the, the first question that I would ask to an employer, if um, <clears throat> we meet and we discuss a, um, a, a possible collaboration is uh, what what is this, the place that the individual has in, uh, um, in your company, because if it is not central, then uh, there is uh, and there is the research for a solution that integrates well with existing solutions. Well, probably um, that will not be our place. Um, not because uh, uh, MyTQ cannot uh, integrate. Um, because it is uh, an independent uh, application that allows uh, the individual to interact uh, with whoever, the, whoever they want. But the point is that uh, we require the employer to, um, to have a very different perspective where um, the point is not about uh, looking or observing what the individual is, but allowing the individual to continuously grow and eventually share their performance, their results and their skills with the employer. So the, the let's just say, uh, the reputation system, MyTQ, allows the individual to share with the employer, not the employer to um, manage uh, the individual's growth.
Yeah, yeah, and 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 that's actually very true because um, in in essence, what you're looking at is ensuring that there is a a common platform or synergy between the 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 the, the corporate the business company to take an interest and to have a strategy around their people where you can actually leverage your product and 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 focus it on the individuals is that is that kind of a a, a summarized view there i yeah i think we are very close huh? uh, what we what we mainly want is to offer a different perspective where the employer can establish uh, a a more equilibrated relationship with uh, the employee and mm -hmm. um, recognizing him as uh, a the owner of a set of assets so in synthesis what i uh, realized in my corporate life uh, was that uh, to the individual is required uh, maybe the 10 percent of their brain um, and uh, and this because the structure in itself uh, doesn't recognize enough uh, uh, what an individual could give beyond the average. Um, but if we enable the individual to continuously grow their own um, potential, well, that point, at that point, uh, he will be much more committed and available to share that with uh, with the company. So um, it's it's really um, setting the basis for a different approach, uh, which uh, um, enable an individual to manage their skills as assets. No, thank you, thank you, Laura. And 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 uh, Laura, which which sectors do you you know does does TQ have a uh, a unique advantage is it multi-sector or do you focus on one particular sector and types of companies size and so forth um well we are let's just say sector agnostic but uh, we uh, the way we plan our growth is much more related to the skill set that are um, um targeted so today we are targeting the sustainability skills and the, the emerging technologies skills and then will come out the technology uh, sorry the mathematics based so the reason why we basically we we create tribes of individuals um that share the same interests and the same uh, uh, abilities and that the reason why we um we decided to go first with the sustainability and emerging technologies is that one is interdependent to the other and probably they are transversal to any company. Not necessarily of every size. We look at companies with highly technology driven or um, with uh, numbers that go over uh, the 200 people approximately um yeah did that okay. answer your question no? absolutely absolutely Laura. and 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 what trends or shifts are you seeing in the markets we're in the uk um in uk versus europe for example or north america or you know latam other 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 continents how how what, what kind of shifts or trends are you seeing in this in this space i don't think um 
well, yes, there is a geographic uh, definition of, uh, of the trends, but um, I think there are macro trends that anyone should uh, uh, care about, um, at least in developed countries, undeveloped countries, or developing countries uh, may have uh, different uh, perspectives. Um, but um, yes, in I would say that there is uh, one element that seems not to be considered enough, and is that uh, Generation Z um, is uh, is completely changing the way um, uh, individuals, uh, so the young generation, approach products, uh, work life, and uh, and choice, yeah. and that. Uh, this should be should drive a completely different approach in how we produce, how we present, and uh, how we collaborate. Mm, although it seems well, you know, by in in uh, ten years, uh, the seventy percent of uh, uh, of um, of the workforce uh, will be from uh, the younger generations. So we we definitely need to um, keep in mind that is not a choice, is a master for any company to focus on what the younger generation wants and the, how the younger generation act. So it's a matter of uh, approaching uh, um, the future with embedding a sustainability uh, within uh, any process and any approach, which is not exactly what is happening. And Sustainability means also using technologies in a sustainable way. So this, I guess, is um, our macro trends that uh, are not enough uh, uh, considered uh, uh, so far, regardless yeah. uh, which is the region you are in. Yeah, yeah, no, that thank you. That's 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 very enlightening. And um, you know, we have we have in the last two years we have undergone. Um, some some challenging times in the business as a result of uh, pandemic. Um, how has that affected um, TQ, and you know how you've been approaching your business? Well, we have been um, we 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 live in a in a very uh, innovative uh, context. We have always been uh, a remote a remote first company, certainly uh, because. The human aspect is uh, so important. Uh, the lack of uh, meeting and uh, or simply enjoying together um, was uh, harder. So that's probably the main, the most difficult thing. Um, having uh, spent, uh, let's say, at least uh, one year and a half completely remote, uh, it was uh, it was definitely challenging. And um, how we we solved, well, I can't say that we solved that aspect. We tried to mitigate by um, uh, enhancing the number and the quality of uh, our uh, virtual life uh, uh, with the team, but it was definitely hard. Uh, so I'm very happy that now we are over, let's say, or at least uh, we have accepted uh, the idea that this is the new normality. I think uh, that there is um, one uh, lesson learned uh, from uh, the pandemic that we should all uh, take uh, into account, 
and which is uh, uh, which is collaboration. Um, it needs to be transversal and uh, um, bound without boundaries. Uh, and that to do that, technology is certainly the only way to go. Um, now, the COVID uh, crisis uh, clearly um, uh, explained how um, little is our approach that is full of uh, um, uh, closed gardens where organizations or um, countries tend to uh, limit their potential to specific uh, perimeters, um, which is something that doesn't fit anymore. Mm. So we should learn from, uh, from COVID a new way of collaborating and uh, uh, trusting more uh, open source, crowdsource, and the distributed systems. Yeah, no, that's uh, that, that that's absolutely true. Things have actually changed, and you mentioned some key points there around collaboration and trust. Um, it's it's a different way of life and doing things these days. Um, so, from your perspective, when we look at um, you know leaders across the globe businesses what uh, important trends or topics are on your mind these days i recognize blockchain and ai and you know trust and people are, are are big things but what what are these big big items or big topics or trends that you feel would impact the business leaders or you know as as, as an executive team or even board of directors can you can you give some light on that please well, human beings are tribal by nature. So the more um, trust is lacking in the world and the more uh, people tend to gather into trusted communities. Um, a, I think the shift that organizations need to uh, do is to see themselves as uh, a community and the, and the add value to um, their members as members. Um, so it seems naive, but uh, thinking of the happiness of uh, their members will uh, um, make their contribution much higher um, and uh, uh, their loyalty to the tribe even much stronger. So uh, technology is uh, an enabler, but without the culture that enable the adoption of that technology, technology in itself is zero. So when I looked at blockchain, what I loved was the concept of a trustless ecosystems. So ecosystems that were didn't really uh, need trust because trust was enabled by the underlying technology. So I think uh, organizations need to revise themselves as um, tribes where individuals find that their satisfaction, their meaningfulness uh, and uh, are enabled to have an impact, which requires also them to make some mistakes. 
So mm. is that is building that context, their that culture, that will then influence any kind of the technology that will be adopted or created, mm. and any new process that will be placed um, in uh, in that company. Yeah, and and Laura, do you feel that that particular aspect should be? placed on the agenda, consciously placed on the agenda so that it can be addressed um, in, in a conscious manner? I think uh, uh, we need to shift from words to facts. So I see um, many companies and also these SDG run for the SDGs, etc. Um, and the reports and the reporting and the uh, measurements, etc. I find all this very, um, very wordy, uh, but not deep enough. So I don't see enough effects behind um, the uh, reports of uh, the supposed sustainability of organizations. So um, if uh, we um, uh, we can demonstrate uh, with the facts um, our good intentions. Um, this equilibrium uh, created the level of trust that individuals want from their companies. Um, so yes, uh, we definitely need to put it into the agenda and and into active and proactive. Um, Mm. thoughts and uh, activities uh, of uh, boards, uh, but we first uh, need to interrogate ourselves what kind of companies uh, we want to build uh, and uh, and from there uh, build uh, um, uh, set out the values and uh, the measurement of values uh, progress that uh, definitely can uh, um, signal uh, what is the progress. Thank you, Laura. That's that's very, uh, very enlightening. Uh, so let's let's move to Laura. So you're, you know yourself on a, uh, on, a on, on a single day, you know, what 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 does a day in the life of Laura look like <laughs> from a professional and uh, personal perspective? <laughs> Share with well, us. <laughs> well, Stephen, I will be very boring. <laughs> I I don't have um, well. First of all, I don't make a distinction between personal life and professional life. To me, is life. Uh, when I decided, uh, I, I went to Asia for my sabbatic year, and uh, I came back, uh, and I left uh, my corporate life uh, with uh, everything paid, a nice apartment in Paris, and I found myself uh, building a startup uh, with all what what means uh, building a startup and self-founded, etc. Um, I I made a choice, uh, and um, and the choice was to devote myself uh, to, uh, um, to 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 change the way uh, people could reach there uh, and identify their. Um, the, the way to impact the future, and uh, and this requires uh, all my my efforts. So there is no from 
from the day I uh, from, from um, seven o'clock in the morning when I get up. Uh, so I'm I, I'm one of the founder that sleep very well during the night, huh? um, and uh, I sleep at least seven hours. So <laughs> just because no, because the world is full of people saying that they sleep four hours per day. I don't. I sleep seven hours per day and I sleep very well. And um, yes, the, uh, the, the central point for me is adding value to people. And, uh, and so that's, that's my, um, my constant thought. Uh, and I read a lot and uh, I write enormously i spend a lot of time in interaction but at this point we are um, preparing the ground for uh, launching our mighty q so we are creating and expanding the um, initial tribes in the sustainability and the emerging tech space so we are looking at uh, meaningful employers uh, and uh, experts uh, in specific domains to gather around uh, uh, the tiki movement towards a better future for everyone um, so my typical day is uh, get up uh, seven o'clock uh, thinking tiki uh, uh, until uh, evening uh, when uh, when I go to sleep and uh, in the middle a lot of meetings uh, a lot of talks uh, and uh, a lot of time with my team well done well done uh, Laura uh, and and you mentioned about um, you know the TQ launch and so forth is is that your next uh, big business adventure that you're continuing or do you have some future plans and if you do share with us well um, uh, the next step is certainly the launch um, but if I have to think well of course my venture is TQ uh, but part of uh, TQ um, is also launching a Cupedia Cupedia is uh, the is is uh, yet to become uh, because we are currently registering uh, uh, the the charity. So it's going to become a charity uh, aiming to enable everyone to access uh, knowledge. It is uh, in crowdsourced uh, Wikipedia of questions and answers that allows any expert in a specific domain to gain visibility by contributing questions that others will answer to benchmark their skills and understand eventually what they the gap of their knowledge to uh, in order for, for being uh, for progressing basically that's that will be where um, uh, my will uh, um, invite uh, um, users are from uh, for then creating tribes of uh, um, experts in specific domains so my 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 next uh, my my little child is a cupedia right now uh, and um, up with the the idea to grow it up uh, sufficiently to be an independent charity and uh, able to deliver uh, the dream of knowledge for everyone. Laura, that, that is an audacious goal and a vision, and I know that you'll make that happen. 
<laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you um, very much, Stephen. Yeah, not a not a problem. And um, you know, we're coming to a close very shortly. So, Laura, let me let me ask you: Do you have any closing messages or actions that you, or a challenge that you want to put to other leaders who are listening, who might be listening to this? Well, um, uh, think people first. Don't expect a technology to do what you don't do in terms of culture. And, um, and think global uh, uh, boundaries and uh, closed gardens are no more um, suitable for the future of uh, that younger generation look at. Laura, thank you very much for enlightening us with uh, your technology, the product and TQ and, and basically your journey that is very inspiring. Um, okay, folks, thank, thank you, you very much. Yeah, thank you. Thank, thank you, you, Laura. Thank you very much for having me. Thank yeah, you. no, thank you. Okay, folks, thank you very much for listening in and um, stay tuned for our next episode with, uh, with another great leader who will be sharing her journey on educational technology and how she's uh, making waves with uh, um, technology for, for kids in schools. Thank you and have a wonderful day.